Welcome to All's Fair in Lava and Floor. I'm Amanda. And I'm Anne. And we're here to talk about everybody's favorite obstacle course game show, Floor is Lava. And this week, we are joined by a friend and fellow creative person wrangler, uh, Morgan Peters. (laughs) Hey there. Hi. I'm so excited to be on the show. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I um I met Amanda through our uh, creative folk wrangling. I uh, wrangle the Double Clicks uh, band mm-hmm. professionally, and have lately been delving into producing a world premiere musical at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. Which oh my has gosh! Been exciting. So exciting. <laughs> I'm just incredible. so excited. I bought tickets to live stream it uh, next weekend because I have a wedding this weekend and whatever. A lot of complicated stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's teaching a robot to love. It's all about uh, gay robots and hedgehogs and fondue. It's it's really lovely. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, so, yeah, I um, really want to talk about Flora's Lava with you because uh, you seemed from what I remember, like kind of new to it. And then you posted on uh, on Instagram a couple of weeks ago of you like watching it for the first time. And I got so excited. I instantly was like, <laughs> hey, hey, Morgan, uh, what do you think? Is it the best or is it the best? <laughs> and uh, I would have replied, it's the best. <laughs> I didn't know that I had a floor is lava shaped hole in my life until until I pressed play and uh, consumed it on mass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've just been I've been I've been spamming the episodes and uh, made it through season one just in time for uh, like a couple days of suspense for season two. And it's very interesting the changes they made. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Um, so let's just get into season two episode two uh this episode was in the game room uh which was uh, wild looking like amazing this is the room that i was most excited for based on the sort of short little bits that we got to see um yeah. even in the trailer i i saw i saw a ddr machine and i was sold <laughs> i was like yep. yes i don't know what's happening with it i don't know how it functions as an obstacle but i'm so glad it's here yeah <laughs> i loved the little so many things that they changed for this season are just so um, amazing and good. Uh, but the fact that they put in the little like do these dance moves that are on the DDR machine mm-hmm. to uh, lower a thing like all of the little extra puzzles are fantastic. But that was a particularly good one. Uh, so good. <laughs> it was so great. I loved that uh, one of the the one of the people in the black belts, they were just like, well, uh, I guess I guess you should stick to Taekwondo because you should not be dancing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was uh, perhaps the le- the most uh, lackluster disco I've ever seen. <laughs> Truly. 
<laughs> but but truly, they they succeeded on the floor as lava. Mm-hmm, so I, I yes. guess that's the whole point. Yeah. Well, and in his defense, I, I think that that platform was extremely slick. So you don't want to get too yeah. enthusiastic and just wipe out immediately. You can't do too much <laughs> dancing. Yeah, that exactly. you would never live down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be an embarrassing way to get eliminated, wouldn't it? I disco it too was. hard and fell into lava. Yeah, it would have been it would have been rough for sure. Especially this episode uh, was some of the fittest people I've mm-hmm. ever seen. These people mm-hmm. were absolutely ripped. Like it, this was the episode that made me go, "I'm a." Uh, I'm actually pretty glad Anne and I didn't uh, didn't audition because <laughs> Anne, I trust, could like keep up, but I do not think I could have. Yeah, I I I think that it actually it made the episode one of my favorites just because everyone was so athletic. I feel like they were more well matched than yeah. than some of the other. Like everyone had had business being in that in that volcano-y room like there was definitely a reason why they were all there but yeah I I kept on thinking as I watched people monkey bar their way across wow this is not (laughs) this is maybe not my calling (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping uh as I watch the rest of the episodes that there are a couple more with like some more normies um so Uh I'm not scared off of auditioning for next season uh, but yeah, so you're not just gonna take up a, a really intensive workout routine starting now you're not gonna maybe take you know, a kickball that, apparently apparently that would work yeah I, know, man, those are, yeah, I did not I could, know you had to be ripped for that i know but those folks from the kickballers were like damn dude yeah that was they were so like on top of it, uh, this entire episode truly was just a feat of athleticism. And mm-hmm. the the kickballers were so good. Um, yeah. Core strength, the episode. <laughs> for real. I, uh, in particular, uh, while I was watching the kickballers going, uh, the uh, dartboard that like rolled along the wall at that Kane was just like, boom, I'm mm-hmm. just going to go. La, la, la. I, I was offended that we were not solely watching that happen because that looked so difficult and so exciting and they were just like do you guys want to watch these two boys like jump from block to block um and that just happens in the background <laughs> i know i think kane was offended too there's like this really beautiful moment where kane is like i need a little push one two one two <laughs> just trying to get the boys to like join the um the motivational parade and yeah. it was they were just doing their own thing and i was really feeling for her because she was killing it yeah on that uh, on that dartboard <laughs> yeah absolutely and the, the best dance moves by far considering that by the time she she got over there and i i would think you would be fairly tired halfway through the room she didn't even wait to read the instructions she just started dancing for you real. Know, like, I mean, that's commitment. Like, she was just yeah. ready to celebrate that she was there. I don't think she'd even seen that she needed to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe Kane could do pretty much anything. I was yeah. sold on Kane from the start. Absolutely. Uh, Kane could be my team leader. <laughs> yeah. I loved uh, their shirts, too. Their shirts mm-hmm. said Team Jones Bros and Lady K. And I was like, heck yeah, dude. That's gorgeous. I love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just like got along so well their chemistry was so good uh even though you know they 
split up a lot. They were also cheering each other on. And Mm -hmm. it was just really great to see. Also, uh, as far as athleticism goes, uh, there was one point where uh, Jay Marlin was jumping from uh, one place to another. And he looked like he was about to face plant. I almost got to add one to my counter. But... Uh, he ended up like almost doing that full break dance move of just yes. like holding his entire body up with his like forearms. Whoa, I couldn't yeah. believe that. It was that was so incredible. Cool. <laughs> I mean, that was just like if you had done that in a situation at all, let alone, you know, with with everything wet and like you've already been jumping and you didn't know right. you were going to do that. Like if you'd done that on purpose on a dry course, I would have been like, whoa, what is that? That yeah. was that was incredible. I, I would not want to play kickball against these people. And I mean that with, you know, massive respect. But I, I think they yes. I think I would probably die. I think I think I would be glad <laughs> about it. Like I would take a kickball directly to the face and it would be the last thing I ever saw. And I'd be like, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, fair, <laughs> extremely fair. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, if you would prefer, I will just lay down on the field and let you win. Um, whatever, whatever you prefer. Do you want it to feel competitive? I can try, but um, it won't be. So, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. That was definitely one of the the highlights of of cat like. Uh, like that was definitely a win. I did really enjoy the moment of, I think it was either Brandon or Jay Marlin getting bopped in the head by the joystick. Oh yeah. That was, uh, good. <laughs> that was a, that was truly a Flores Lava gold moment highlight for me. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I also loved from the kickballers that at the end, uh, after, after the boys are the two that get to the end and they're like celebrating, they hugged for a sec and then you watch them both go like, oh, too much emotion. All right. Hey, cool. And like <laughs> fist bump or something. And I was like, you guys are so wholesome and sweet and I love you. <laughs> yes, definitely some camaraderie. I, I didn't know kickball really brought people together in such a such a true way. But but I'm ins- I was pretty inspired. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was beautiful. Yeah. And then the the second team, uh, as soon as they were introduced, I was like, oh, they're going to win because they mm-hmm. were bar instructors. Mm-hmm. And that sounds so beyond my physical capabilities that like I'm like, you do magic with your body. Um, at least I understand what running and kicking is. I can't. <laughs> I can't with what you guys are talking about right now. And they're all instructors, too. So, like, they know what they're doing. They've got it under control. It sounded amazing. Uh, And then the first thing that happened that I made note of when they uh, went into the room is they climbed up on the the joystick. And uh, I think it was uh, Eva was too short to be able to get any of those uh, darts down (laughs) to Mm -hmm. activate. That's a long arm game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. I did. I did like the uh, who was it? I think Hallie said, um, I'll I'll move your butt up and just just went in for it to kind of try to shove her further up. That's friendship. That's what that is. is. Yeah. True friendship is uh, absolutely shoving up on somebody's butt to give them more height, <laughs> uh, which we see multiple times in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I mean, clearly, clearly it's the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, I went in so uh, rooting for the bar babes and 
pretty sure that the combined skill would really um, and their their investment in teamwork would mm-hmm. would help them. Um, and it seemed like it was, but it I noticed they were taking things a lot slower than um, than the other teams by doing everything together and kind of instructing everyone one by one. And I don't know if that really helped them in the, in the long run, being so united and bringing everyone together at, at once. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the things that we talked about with last season, where it was a little bit more of a linear path through a room, generally speaking, uh, mm-hmm. was that like teamwork seemed to make all the difference. And on this one, they've got you splitting up on purpose, right? In season two, all of the the rooms have, you know, multiple places to get these exit passes. And so you have to split up at least a little. Um, right. And it was uh, really interesting to see how in this scenario, yeah, like the teamwork kind of slowed them down. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also fascinating to me because they were only slower by about 20 seconds. Uh, and so it was it was a lot closer than I expected because I got through all the obstacles easier. But everything in between, they did so much slower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that Absolutely. was I think that was a because, you know, there's a there's a couple of factors right to being good at this game outside of just your sheer physical ability. And I would say that teamwork is one. But I'm starting to think that maybe confidence is the other i think that you're yep. more likely to wipe out if you hesitate in your jump because you're not putting your full force behind it um you you may not react as quickly if something goes sideways like you have to believe that you're going to make it when you jump and i am starting to wonder if there may be some kind of cultural reason why women are more likely to hesitate <laughs> before they make those jumps that they maybe i don't know we've been brought up to think we're not going to make it i don't know maybe <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. It definitely was a confidence thing. Like even uh even uh Kane's like missed jump mm-hmm. in the first group, I feel like mm-hmm. th- uh the guys in the the black belts team, I was like, "Oh, well that jump is clearly impossible because Kane like can't couldn't do it." And then what the guy that tried it from that team just like aced it, like just yeah. nailed it. And so I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a shocker since Kanae just ripped across the whole rest of the course mm-hmm. and was like so athletic. So yeah. it just, it did, I would definitely, if I had to, had to guess, I think that the the hesitation and the more time you sit waiting for your, your other uh, team members to go and sort of, you kind of lose, you might lose the momentum of your own, uh, your own confidence. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the bar babes did have, uh, the big face plant of the episode. Uh, so that brings my counter for the season up to two. Um, now I am not sure if I want to count the one, uh, because, uh, Eva got the one like very clear one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. but, uh, uh, Anna, who fell in. Mm. Uh, di- so the way she fell in was so fascinating. Welcome to the podcast. This is the things I care about. Um, <laughs> Tell me more. Yes. Uh, the way she fell in was so fascinating because she like launched and like thudded her arms down on that die. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it looked to me like she hit her face, but 
Rutledge very plainly said, like, oh, by trying to protect her chin, she uh, was she slipped like Hmm. he made a point to say that she hadn't. And I was about to mark it down. And now I guess I can't. Um, And I'm weirdly disappointed, (laughs) I guess, is my point, is I would like to have (laughs) more face plants, please. You Um, need a slow motion replay on that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought that Ava's um, I really deeply related to the the chin cracking uh, belly flop on the dice. Uh, That would definitely be my approach if I were to uh, to solve this problem (laughs) is just to full on sacrifice my body to the competition. (laughs) Um, So I really related with her dice, uh, her dice jump and uh, and and Anna's approach was pretty similar. Uh, It was sad to say that she didn't quite fully make her whole torso onto yeah. that dice. Yeah. I think that might have, I mean, I said confidence, but I, I don't think that that was the only reason. I mean, they were really strong, yeah. really flexible. They also landed some really impressive jumps. I think that uh, we're, our, our old enemy height may have come into play yes. a little bit for that mm-hmm. specific transfer because you have to stay low to avoid the joystick because it keeps moving, but you have to jump up onto the die. So that's going to be a lot easier if your legs are longer, right? I would think like you can just get more of that kind of distance and height combination um, from Mm -hmm. from a standing position if you're taller. And I think that might have been because I I, I think she might have been the most petite of the three of them. Um, Mm -hmm. So it would have been the hardest for her of of their group. Um, You know, so it's just it's it's these courses are punishing. I mean, I think that's a lot of it comes down to luck. Um, for sure. But yeah, it's, it's always it's always heartbreaking watching people fall in. Yeah, it's it's rough. I've never returned. Yeah. And that was one of the ones where it was like the clearest like, oh, you nobody had to coach you to fall under. You were going either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it was I don't know. It was poetic and beautiful, but also, I don't know, just really also like exactly what you want to see on this show. (laughs) I was really impressed with the bar babes. Uh, Hallie just continued to save herself throughout. Yes. uh, Mm -hmm. Throughout the course, through that eight foot jump to the domino and uh, going to the, uh, I think she went to the basketball as well. Uh, Just, just really propelled herself through. I mean, she had the, the great line of save yourself, but bring me with you. (laughs) Right. But, um, which was really wonderful, but I I truly felt like Hallie was, was independently through force of will, like throwing herself through that course. It was really cool to watch. I made note of that basketball hoop, like jump too. Cause when she landed on the little like poker chip, she slid off and like her holding onto the base of that basketball hoop game was basically the only reason she didn't go. You watched her just like sit there in fetal position for a sec. Like <gasps> her life flashed before her eyes, like guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> there was also a point uh, where uh, Hallie made a jump and they cut back to uh, the kickballers up top. And Kanae was like, she must have wings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, bud, totally. I mean, I felt the same about you, but like, wow. (laughs) Um, Just speaking on that point, like, I think it's really interesting to have the the new season two uh, upgrade of having the the competition watching you from above uh, with Rutledge. However, that's filmed. I think that 
that kind of makes it feel less flash in the pan and more like it truly is a competition. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I, I think an upgrade, like I really think that that's, that adds something to the series uh, for season two. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I, um, I was watching really closely and we talked in the last episode a little bit about how like maybe they're just watching like monitors and they're not like in the, in the room. But mm-hmm. I feel very strongly now that they are and that they're actually just along the fourth wall that we're like watching from, you know, like the rooms probably where like the producers are sitting with like a, you know, a window or something. And they're just like up yeah. above that because they were reacting to each other, not just like commenting on what was happening, but the people down there were reacting to things being said a little bit in a way that I don't think could have been staged otherwise. Absolutely. Um, it was so fun to watch like this one, especially like these all three of these groups were very like expressive and excited to be there. And all my favorite things about this show and like seeing them react to each other was just like so good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was especially good considering that that run was so close, um, yeah. you know, so like that was really you could tell there was there was something really hanging in the balance there yeah. in terms of what was going to happen next. Um and that that yeah it definitely like it heightens the drama of it so much um that it's it's amazing you know because it's not really even that big a change but wow does it make a huge difference yeah it's huge i love it so much um i did write down uh a, a quote from uh rutledge for that section where uh uh, Eva was jumping onto uh, the dice and or the die and she called it a dice and Rutledge was like, just one is called a die, but I get not wanting to use that word right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, what a weird, pedantic, wonderful, dumb comment to make. <laughs> Classic Rutledge. Now, is this not something that you have encountered professionally, Amanda, with people doing the kind of dice die thing? Because I've listened to at least a few actual play podcasts where that's been a big deal that uh, oh, somebody yeah. in the cast has referred to, has gotten confused about whether it's dice or die, depending on how many of them there are. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that uh, the the guys do that all the time. The good thing is that I turn off the part of my brain that cares about any rules or anything (laughs) while I'm listening to the Adventure Zone. Um, And so that makes it uh, a lot easier to not notice or care when that sort of thing happens either. So, you know, don't worry about it. Like, I can't be that person all the time. They'd probably (laughs) fire me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so the black belts, uh, really kind of crushed it. I, um, they really did, I think, uh, sort of have that balance of communication, but also just, uh, that confidence of moving all moving through pretty, uh, pretty swiftly and without hesitation. They Um, were, they were so fast. They were so (laughs) fast. I was in it was like I mean it was like they were flying I couldn't believe it uh I mean obviously I I I understand intellectually that martial arts a lot of it is about balance really like that's just like a big Mm -hmm. part of what you're doing with a lot of it uh but oh my gosh like 
most of these obstacles looked like they were no problem for them. And I was, it was beautiful to watch. It makes me almost wish I had any control over my body. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I hate to do this to the bar babes, but what the black belts did was ballet. Right. (laughs) Right. It was, I mean, it was poetic and beautiful and wonderful. Really true. Especially that uh, they had their 19 year old, uh, Little, little little young punk, little baby who was who was doing all those big, big, big leaps. It, I, I think it really pushed them forward. <laughs> yeah, it tro- it totally did. I genuinely felt like I might die of old age when it said that he teaches most of the classes at their uh, at their martial arts place, and he was nineteen. Like nineteen popped up on the screen, <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. He does what? Excuse me? <laughs> I, but I can't do any of that. And I'm 34. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I have a podcast, so I've done something with my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It was wild. Um, it was, it was, it definitely with the darts thing, just seeing, yeah. seeing Gabe just scale the joystick and and just get them like it was no no feet at all was mm. um it felt uh felt bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh, their precision was just incredible like i mean i think that that was you know it's easy to talk about strength or something or like distance of jumps but they were landing so many of their jumps so precisely and in such a stable way which is Mm. so difficult when the obstacles are so slippery like they are just covered in lava like pretty much entirely and to to you know like get that kind of um like steady stance like even matt uh standing standing on the domino when nick was trying to swing over and couldn't quite make it to be able to stay steady and hold and catch another person like that was that was incredible. I don't know how he had how he was making it look like it wasn't slippery when he did. Right. That. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I wrote that part down specifically where I was like, I can't believe that that worked. I thought for sure someone was going in at that point because yeah. to almost miss the swing uh, was just mm-hmm. wild. And then for Nick to almost not make that swing but then be the one who makes the i thought impossible jump yeah just like Mm -hmm. what you guys are so good though (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yet (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i was just gonna say like that um seeing gabe make that jump from the bar even though we had seen Hallie just do it, he was standing on the figure as it was tilting. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. how on earth are you possibly going to make this? And he made it look easy. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't I, understand. Is it because he's 19? Is he magic? Like, is that he's, his purpose in life is just to destroy all of the rest of us? <laughs> like, Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's just like so youthful that we just can't. You yeah, know, we could never. We can't. Anyway. We can't compete. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I am wondering, watching him and some of the other teams, like, 
do you need to yell something when you jump? Like maybe because he kind of did sort of like a martial arts yell and Hallie mm-hmm. was yelling Jesus, um, which That's is true. probably more what I would yell, uh, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> um, although maybe with a different inflection. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, a little bit I, more I, panic. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, maybe you need that in your life, like to, to actually make it. Maybe you need to to yell as you're jumping. I think mm-hmm. yelling is a good solution for almost any problem. <laughs> Yeah, vocalization is key. Absolutely. Yeah. It I just the their whole run was remarkable. Their chemistry, I mean, the the teamwork and the chemistry across all the teams was like remarkable, but mm-hmm. theirs was mm-hmm. it was so impressive. They were calling each other, well not each other. I guess everyone was calling Matt Sensei as they were like running across. And I was like, "Wow, you guys like genuinely mean it." Like I you guys genuinely like have a lot of love and respect for each other and are like so in tune with each other. I feel like that's a big part of why they got across the room so fast. Mm-hmm. It was very, very cool. Hard to agree. I also, maybe it was just that this room looked so difficult to me in particular. Uh, I felt like if I had walked in and seen this room, I would have cried. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, this room was so impressive and all of these teams seemed so capable that when uh, when the black belts managed to get all three of them across, I was like, they should get a bonus reward. What do they get? Give them something extra <laughs> um, because that's remarkable. <laughs> yeah, I think every every path um, was pretty evenly matched on this one. Um, I tend to think that being the 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 one who does the the grip strength wall uh, method that tends to be in in these that always seems like a little bit easier to me. But even if you uh, you do get that pass on the um, uh, the DDR machine, <laughs> I think that you also have a really awkward angle to get at the entrance. Whereas yeah. if you go the the basketball route, you have have a much more direct swoop inward. So I thought it was pretty evenly matched as far as where the challenge lies, which made it even more impressive mm-hmm. that uh, that the, the karate karate kids were able to, to move it forward that, that much. Yeah. I also did love that when they all three got across, Rutledge Wood said they've Taekwondo done it. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. It's good stuff, you guys. I love this show. <laughs> That's why we're here, (laughs) in a nutshell. Plus, I mean, all three of them got across with like 50 seconds on the next fastest team. It was so fast. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Which then, of course, leads us to, you know, the the final volcano climb, the... I can't stop thinking of it as an aggro crag. It looks like the (laughs) aggro crag, right? Yeah, there's a lot of similarity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they don't appreciate me like conflating the brands, but also, um, it's iconic and they should consider it a compliment. Um, they need a good name for the volcano maybe is the thing we should work on that. I don't, I don't have anything off the top of my head, which would be funny if I did, but I don't. So (laughs) I will work on it. Um, yeah, no, I want to name it now. I wish. Yeah. Oh, the only thing I I can think of is Lava Mama, and I don't like that at all. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that makes it sound sweet, and it wicked isn't. Um, It's unbelievably slippery to the point where both times I've seen it be 
climbed, I've been like, this is actually impossible. I think that they didn't think about how this is impossible before they asked people to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually like I noticed in this episode that there is there are jets of lava shooting out from the top of the volcano, like onto the sort of midsection. But mm-hmm. there's one on each side. So it's fair, I guess. But yeah. it's just it's just continually making the lava more like the lava covered situation of the volcano worse, um, yeah. which is very sadistic. And I respect it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It's definitely uh, mean in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> it made me consider footwear for the first time mm. as a part of this competition. Just thinking, because it was so neck and neck between um, between our, our two teams who made it, I was sort of considering, like, in such a slippery volcano environment, the, the footholds, it was almost like they were bol- extreme bouldering, rock climbing, uh, mm-hmm. trying to find something to um, to stand on. And I, I started wondering, like, OK, are they all wearing the same shoes to even the playing field? Is it just anybody's guess? Like what kind of grip there are on their sneakers? I I hadn't considered that before, but in a slippery terrain, that might actually come into play. Yeah, uh, I mean. Anne and I, well, mostly Anne and I just <laughs> loved her for it, have spent a lot of time considering uh, the the footwear uh, yeah. from season one. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I, th- I spent more time maybe thinking about people's sneakers in season one than was really reasonable. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely <laughs> something that I considered very, very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was important. And I feel like it's even more important this season. I yeah. mean, how how else could people possibly climb this uh, this lava mama? I'm sorry. I'm trying to make fetch happen. Um, yeah, uh, maybe I'll, I'll have something better. We'll, we'll edit something yeah. better in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to make the most <laughs> obvious edit. In. <laughs> I just I'm, I want it to sound I'm going to get a different microphone set up to make sure that I can like absolutely make it as clear as possible if that's being edited in afterwards. Um, yeah, I just uh, it, it was so slippery. I couldn't believe it. This was also obviously the return of everybody's just like put your hands on somebody's butt and just push y'all like I don't know what else you can do. Uh, <laughs> and it did not help the black belts at all it no. was no i mean it was remarkable uh i paid closer attention on my second watch this morning and uh in their run up at some point you know as uh as everybody's climbing and the kickballers are like two of them are at the top or something and then they edit in like Rutledge going and here's uh, here. The black belts are throwing down the the rope for the other players. Uh, and then you cut back to the kickballers from like the top angle, uh, like looking down on them as they're uh, climbing up. And the last one of them is getting to the top. And in that view, you can see that the rope still hasn't been thrown down for the mm-hmm. other uh, team. So like they tried to make it look a little more competitive in the edit than it even was and like that's saying something i couldn't believe Mm. it after those guys were so fast in the in the room yeah this was just like absolutely not happening clearly they needed better shoes (laughs) better shoes or longer legs was Mm -hmm. kind of my my feeling there i mean i was very impressed i believe it was jay marlin um one of them really uh on the the kickballers 
just soared across that um, that first section mm-hmm. of of the last room. And uh, I think that that kind of gave them an advantage. Even if they were at the base of the volcano, they had a lot more kind of forward momentum. And it was it was that uh, that same contender who was really scaling the volcano with long, long legs and was able to do kind of a, like an extension while the karate, karate kids, I don't know if that was their official name, but it's what I'm calling them. Um, our karate team, they like, uh, they just, they were shorter. I think they, they, that it might've been, been a leg reach thing in this, in the, in the final, final, uh, ascent. Yeah. Smolder boulder. How's, yeah. how's Smolder, Smolder Boulder? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. I was listening this entire, I was listening. I was not just thinking about that, I swear. No, I mean, I think Jay Marlin, like he got a, he he just, that the entire course, he was so fast. Like that was, was so just, fast. to come up against that, um, I mean, just, just, I mean, obviously the rest of the team was great as well, but if mm-hmm. even if it was just him. But I did notice, like, I wound up watching that sequence three times um, because I also caught that, not jump cut, but like the, the, the realized that the rope had gone down at a different time than I thought it did. And yeah. I realized that when I was just watching the black belts, that Gabe was having a really hard time because I had wondered, I'd seen that they were wearing equipment, right? That they were going to yeah. have a safety harness by the time they got to the volcano for good reason, um, because right. you would not want to fall from the top and it would be pretty easy to, um, but I didn't know when exactly they had clipped. I assumed that they had cut away when each of the teams got to that, the base of the volcano rock, the floaty one, um, and mm-hmm. that that was where they were clipping in. But I realized in this episode, that's not where it is. They have to get somebody to that first ledge. When they pull the rope out, the safety harnesses are at the base of that rope, like, well, the top base. Um, oh. And it looked like maybe Gabe was having trouble with his clip um, to get into the safety harness. I'm wondering if that's also an element that it's not just the sheer physicality of getting up there that you have to stop and put in your safety harness and they're not stopping the clock for you because the other team's still going. So if you have trouble there, if you get nervous and you're, you you're fumbling or your hands are really slippery, whatever, whatever the situation is, you know, that's an easy thing to have trouble with when you're trying to hurry. And I wondered if that might have been an element. It's possible that it was just coincidental, um, you know, since obviously we were watching it edited, we couldn't see it in real time. But yeah, I did wonder if he was having trouble with the harness. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that they had to like get the harness itself on once they mm-hmm. were up there. Um, I knew that they clipped in when they were, yeah, like halfway up where that rope gets dropped from. Um, and I did notice, uh, I did notice uh, Kane doing it uh, yeah. uh, on the run for the other team. But yeah, I mean, that's some like, that's some serious drama. Like we gotta, we gotta keep an eye on that. What if, uh, <laughs> what if it's not just about speed here? I feel like this is some hot stuff for us to keep an eye on through the rest of the season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty basic, like, like a carabiner kind of attachment, it looks like. But, you know, who amongst us has not had trouble getting their keys in their door at some point, you know, late at night? Like, it's it's hard if you're if you're nervous, and you're under stress to do something like that quickly. It's pretty easy to fumble. Yeah, yeah, totally is. Uh, And then, yeah, the, uh, the end of it, 
I still totally loved because, you know, all three of the black belts uh, got up to the top and Rutledge was like, all right, you guys, you've been downgraded to orange belt (laughs) because of lava. And (laughs) they all laughed. And then I loved that the the like lava shoot in the middle was just like, here's a slide. Have fun. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Very satisfying. Yeah, yeah, I have I have a so question good. for you two actually. Since we didn't we didn't really have a chance to talk in our first episode about the slide, which is new. Do yeah. you feel like you've lost, right? You know you're not getting the $10,000. Something went wrong. You did make it that far. Are you excited about doing the lava slide? Or are you like, "Oh man, I wish I didn't have to do this." Like, how are you feeling when you're at the top about to go down? <laughs> <laughs> um I honestly, I think in that moment, in that space, I would probably be really excited uh, (laughs) because it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, That whole room, I feel like the energy in this entire space has got to be so good, (laughs) Mm. right? Because you know that what you are doing is like going full Honey, I Shrunk the Kids size on like some furniture and stuff and then jumping around and playing floor is lava from when you were you know six and so like all of the things that I miss being a small person so that I could do them like playing hide and seek and being able to be small enough to like fit in the end table cabinet to hide in there or playing uh, by jumping around on all my furniture or <laughs> fitting on a slide at all. My giant adult woman hips do not fit on 90% <laughs> of slides. Like, I feel like I would just live for that minute. Like, you know, am I sad about the money? Sure. Am I sad about the lava lamp trophy? For sure. But also I get to go down a fun slide. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it's it's kind of like, do you want to be you know, squirted in the face by a water gun repeatedly? Or do you want to just like full on go down the slip and slide? Like, I feel like it must feel so satisfying to like, after avoiding the lava for so long to just like fully submerge yourself in this weird, silly uh, wetness that is below you. (laughs) I have a question. Uh, And Morgan, you might be best equipped to answer because you just watched season one you know, in the last few weeks, Ooh. is the lava like notably thicker than last season? Cause it looks Absolutely. like it to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I really noticed that they, they must've changed the formula or something. It feels goopier. Mm-hmm. It feels much more like a Nickelodeon slime almost yes. than, than just a, a pool with, fruit punch dye in it <laughs> right yeah yeah they're not they're not helping my agro crag associations with that i'll tell you that much um it does seem yeah, a little it, bit less red though is that is that me mm-hmm. it seems like maybe a little bit more orange i mean i don't mind yes. because i think consistency wise it looks a lot more like lava but i did notice that the color changed a little bit and i sort of wondered why that was and i i know we'll never find out but i did wonder <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely more orange than it was uh but i think that's also partly because it's a uh, much more opaque mm. than it had been too like it's mm-hmm. because it's so much thicker like they the way that they had lit it from underneath last season yeah. wasn't going to work as well um True. and so i feel like mm-hmm. they kind of went with that because uh it was easier lighting wise mm. but then again i'm 
basically making up everything I say as I go right now <laughs> based on like inferences from my partner being very talented at some stuff and me being around occasionally. <laughs> so it yeah. sounds convincing though. And that's, that's what matters. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta Look, have the I'm confidence. Confident. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am a confident person. I mean, I have a podcast after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's one other detail that I want to bring up because I feel like I'm going to regret it if I don't. Yeah. So uh, three teammates this time, not two. Yeah. And I, I have a theory about that. And it is that I wonder whether in um, the previous recording, there were some fairly rough falls. I kind of wonder if maybe somebody was injured slightly and just enough that they were like, you know, because it's it's really easy. It's not just like hitting your your chin on an obstacle or something. Even at the exit, if you land kind of funny, sometimes as mm -hmm. adults, your body is just like, I don't like this and I'm going to cause yeah. problems as a result, you know, and it wouldn't take exactly. much like a, a moderately twisted ankle could be enough that they might say, mm, maybe we shouldn't have you try to try to climb this volcano. Um, so yeah. I'm wondering if that's what happened or I don't know. Do you guys have theories? Do you think there was another reason? This was the exact theory that uh, that my partner and I were discussing last night while we watched it, as he mm. said, I think the guy who did the face plant in the first episode uh, hurt himself too badly and couldn't do it. Um, and yeah, I mean, maybe Gabe, the immortal 19 year old, could <laughs> uh, survive a little bit more of a hit than the rest of us. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a really good theory uh, because I was delighted to see that everybody was there because even in the first episode, I was like, there's three spots, though. Mm -hmm. uh, there's three spots for rocks. So <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, yeah I got to agree that something must have happened uh, to at least one of the teams that made made one have to to tap out and they just adjusted accordingly. It was kind of interesting that it was on the very first episode because mm -hmm. it made me feel like there was a change in structure uh, where there actually wasn't one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe that was uh, intentional um, to, to kind of uh, layer it in that way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was I definitely think that something was amiss in not having everyone compete on the second section. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Hopefully it was nothing bad and it was just one of those things where, you know, you kind of land funny. I mean, I do I do think you're right that I forget his name um who face planted so hard. It looked like maybe in the balcony shots that his face was a little swollen and was going to bruise and I was like, yeah. "Oh, you know." And it doesn't take much. Faces are pretty sensitive and yeah. I think it would be the right call to say, "Hey, you know what?" you don't have to it's okay <laughs> we can do it with yeah two you people. know this is still just a silly game show where you're playing floor is lava like maybe let's not worry about it also you're getting your your prize money is one third of ten thousand dollars so <laughs> like that won't cover some hospital bills like let's not push it shall we <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah um well morgan uh it is a tradition on this show for us to ask our guests uh, if they could have any two teammates and compete on this show, who would they want to be their two teammates? Oh, gosh. Yes. I actually have an answer ready for this. Excellent. Um, I have to give it out to uh, the two who... Um, who inspired me to start my Flores Lava journey, 
real people, Julie and Alex Abene from Atelier Abene, yeah. uh, were the ones, they costume designed the musical that I'm working on right now. And they were the ones who persuaded me to, to start my journey. And we've actually already decided that we're, we're definitely going to audition for season three nice. and we're going to wear, uh, wear jumpsuits. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think style icons would be our, our catchy, our catchy name because uh, so they are the most fashionable people in, on this planet. And I would be, uh, I would feel so lucky to have them as my teammates. I love that you've so planned cool. outfits. That's so good. Having <laughs> planned outfits, knowing what like your your catchy team name is going to be, like your slight simplification of how you know each other, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, now all we have to do is learn how to do acrobatics and uh, yep. leap through the air. Yeah, but. look. You will probably be on the episode with me and Anne and uh, someone else. Uh, um, TBD. Uh, and I've met uh, I've met Julie and Alex. Uh, they're wonderful people. Uh, and Aww. yeah, I truly think that if it was a team of just me's, uh, there would be no chance. I'm grateful that Anne is uh, inextricably linked to me when it comes to this show at this point <laughs> so that uh, there's somebody to carry uh, because <laughs> otherwise it, there'd be no hope. But I, I hope we get to go up against each other. That would be so fun. Right. Yeah. I'll see you on the floor. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Season three. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cool. It was, gosh, it was so great to have you. Um, Morgan, please tell us where people can find you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, everywhere at, at Ms. Morgan Peters. That's M.S. Morgan Peters. Um, and anywhere where the double clicks are found. <laughs> and tell us where, uh, like how long uh, Teaching a Robot to Love is running and where people can get tickets. Yeah, 100%. So Teaching a Robot to Love is running through Hollywood Fringe. If you're local to the Los Angeles area, um, it's running through June 21st, 2022. Um, uh, if you're not local to the Los Angeles area, that's actually okay because we're live streaming every show. Um, and uh, so you have an opportunity to watch online safely from your your own couch. Um, so all through the month of June 2022, uh, there's an option to to get all your your fun robot musical uh, giggles out. <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited. I have my ticket. I'm very excited to watch from my couch because Wisconsin and LA are very far away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> um, yeah, if you wanted to get your ticket, you could go to teaching a robot to love. Dot com, the longest URL ever, uh, but there'll be links to actually buy those tickets uh, and, and go and see. It's really good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, thank you to Dr. Popular for the use of the song Lava as the intro and outro of our show. Uh, you can find more of his music on his band camp, and we have a link to that in the episode description below. I was trying to come up with another name for an agro crag. It's not an agro crag, but I have failed. 
Um, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my failure in this in this moment. It's all right. <laughs> I support you. I understand. Uh, I you are truly among us the wordsmith. I mean, you came up with all's fair in lava and floor. You've come up with like every good pun I've ever heard, basically. So uh, I believe in you, and it's okay that it's not this moment. Now's not the t- right time. Yeah. That's all that it is. Yeah, and sadly, it also <laughs> remains to be seen if we can teach a robot to lava. But what we do know is all's fair oh. in lava and floor. <laughs> I made you lean out of the enthusiasm on that one. <laughs> absolutely love. I just lost it. Anna. <laughs> <laughs>